Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bill 66. Like, what is it? Because we haven't heard really anything about it. But it can save municipalities just hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. And it means doing nothing. And this piece of legislation quietly got passed in the spring. And it's called the Restoring Ontario's Competitiveness Act. And what it would do is allow cities, uh, boards of education, anything kind of government run across Ontario to end these decades-long construction monopolies that get these huge lucrative contracts, thanks in part to the cozy relationship that they have with labor unions. And the trade unions, well, they don't want their gravy train to end. So they're going to do whatever they can to have municipalities opt out of this by July 3rd, because if that is the one wrinkle in this deal is this 90-day opt-out. But if city leaders truly care about the bottom line, and they truly want to save taxpayers money and get budgets back on track, then truly, the very best thing they can do is nothing. I want to bring Catherine Swift into this conversation. She is with the Canadian, well, was with the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, now with Canadian Working Families. Hello there. Hi, Alex. You know, reading this article, and and we chatted about this going back and forth, I'd heard a little bit of a rumbling about this, but this is not widely being spoken about. And so over the last few weeks, we've been watching this bitter fight going between the province and the municipalities. And I'm looking at this and going, well, this is your answer. Bill 66, this is the answer. Yeah, no, you you described it very well in your introduction. This has been this ridiculous requirement uh, for municipalities, schools, uh, universities, hospitals, you know, it's all that extended government sector to restrict their bidding processes for various infrastructure contracts. I mean, these are megabucks involved here in many of these contracts. Anyway, to restrict them to a very, very small number of businesses that have, and it's all driven by unions, it's all driven by construction unions. It's ridiculous. It's been in place for decades in the province, and it's cost taxpayers billions and billions of dollars. And as you said, it's very intriguing, this this deadline. I don't know why the Ford government permitted this opt-out. I must say, if I were in their shoes, I wouldn't have done it. I would have said, stop this stupid practice now. Mm-hmm. But they, they were undoubtedly lobbied to death, which all governments are. So they decided, okay, we, we, we're going to open this up. We're going to permit municipal. We're going to stop this stupid restrictive rule. We're going to permit municipalities, hospitals, school boards, et cetera, to... Uh, if they, you know, t- to go ahead with open bidding on these contracts, competitive bidding, which permits, which is sensible in any, mm-hmm. in any, uh, you know, in any uh, jurisdiction, you permit a lot of eligible companies that are taxpaying, good taxpaying businesses to bid on contracts, and you end up getting a better price for them. But they did permit this opt-out clause. And the opt-out, if, if municipalities choose to opt-out, it means they're going to adhere to the old costly system of permitting a small cabal, a small monopoly of players 
to bid on these contracts and cost taxpayers way more than necessary. In the case of Toronto, as you said, there's been all this to and fro between the province and, and the cities and, and the municipalities in general across the province about saving some money. In the city of Toronto alone, that would have, it, Ford's backed off this lately, but if that had gone forward, they said, Toronto, we want you to find $170 million. If they choose not to opt out, choose to accept this open bidding arrangement, they could save between 200 and $450 million every single year. So in other words, that $170 million, no problem, taken care of. Right. But the problem is, and you know, you know, whether it's Toronto or Hamilton, I mean, these councils have a lot of lefty-leaning councillors, yep. and they certainly, I think, in Toronto, um, they will make sure that their union friends are taken care of. And so uh, John Tory is going to have to make a decision. Yeah, uh, totally. And, and But this is exactly why... Everybody in this province, and I know we're all raptor-obsessed right now, so it's, it's hard to, you know, sort of distract ourselves for a moment, but we cannot let them off the hook. Canadian taxpayers, if they choose, uh, if they choose to make this foolish decision to opt out of this, we will all be anteing up way more than we have to for no good reason. There right. is no good reason these unions should control these contracts. So, yeah, I, I, I just think, you know, that... July 3rd deadline is very important, and any municipal leader uh, that chooses this, you know, this costly option to taxpayers and doesn't make the decision to do the sensible thing, they should be held to account. Because going forward, if any of them say, oh, gosh, we need to raise taxes because, yeah. hey, we got all these expenses, no, no, no. You missed a major opportunity to do the right thing, so shame on you. Right. They will argue, however, that, you know, by making sure that these construction companies that they've been working with, um, you know, keep these deals, keeping it within the family, so to speak, that they can control things like working conditions, fair pay, you know, accountability. But then I look at, you know, I look over the years, you look at Union Station, that thing is hundreds of millions over budget. It is like years behind. I look at examples within the Toronto School Board where they're paying three or four hundred bucks to put in a pencil sharpener. We've seen so much waste and no accountability. Um, if, in fact, the cities, uh, you know, opt out of this, is there not another chance? Will it, does it renew every year, or is this a one-time chance? Well, that that remains to be seen. That that that's not determined right now, uh, because you know the government has said, okay, we're putting these rules in place. You can choose to go forward with them, which is the same thing to do, or you can opt out. But uh, yeah, going forward, we'll have to see how that works out. And and if a whole bunch of municipalities opt out, I wouldn't be surprised if this government came back and said, you know, this is ridiculous. Rethink this. A, a year or whatever it is down the road. But I, I got to say, if they do opt out, they have a very weak position going forward. If they want to raise taxes on their constituents, if they want to tell the province, oh, no, no, we can't find a penny of savings here, because, you know, they, they, they have totally lost the high ground in their arguments. But like you say, Alex, there, there, there are a ton of responsible, capable competitive companies in Ontario that are well able to do these jobs. There's no safety issues. There's no, the unions always throw that out. Oh, it's safety, safety. No, 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 no. Totally irrelevant. There's a ton of businesses, fair, you know, good tax-paying businesses in the province that are excluded from even bidding on these contracts because of these stupid rules, and it has to end. Uh, and, and again, we don't have the money. We know governments are strapped right now. Here's an easy, here's an 
easy way to save some serious money. Why would they be foolish enough to do anything different? Well, but nothing's stopping them from uh, continuing to bid on these projects. They would just have to sharpen their their pencils and their skills and, and their whatever their exactly. offer. Oh no, you're absolutely right. I mean, the ones that currently have the you know have the monopoly have the the exclusive access to these things. Oh no, they're perfectly eligible to go ahead and bid on them. But of course, they you know they wouldn't have the profit margins. They wouldn't be able to you know pay the workers and a lot of these firms too anyway this this gets complicated yeah. but a lot of these firms pay the unions uh, it's kind of like a payola thing you know mm-hmm. they pay the unions a premium when they get one of these contracts and the unions just pocket that money so the you know the people that work for the unions probably take home a, an even better paycheck than they already do so there's all manner of skullduggery that goes on and these are these are these are significant money contracts too you know these are often hundreds of millions uh, of dollars serious serious infrastructure contracts a lot of money at stake here but yeah, those those companies that are already uh, enjoying the, uh, you know, the 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 fruits of uh, being exclusive bidders, they are totally able to continue to bid on them. They will just have to be more competitive. And, and is there not a point where where the premier or the province could not just say, you know what, we tried to do it, you know, the fair way, and, and none of you took advantage of it, so we're just mandating it. This is going to be an open bid process. Period. Oh, could no, they could they could have they okay. already done that. And they chose not to. And again, I'm, I know they were lobbied heavily and, and by unions and so on and so forth. So they chose to. And I mean, they do get accused regularly of, you know, being, being the dictators. So they chose here to say, OK, you know, we're, we're giving you this option and it's a pretty sensible option. But you can still choose the stupid way and, you know, to pay lots more taxpayer dollars for these things. So, yeah, I mean, they, they, they always can, can, you know, possibly do that in the future. But they chose not to this time. They chose to give them the, a chance. So let's see if people do the same thing or if they maybe deserve to, uh, you know, have the stick wielded instead of the carrot. Well, look, you either are fighting for the taxpayers or you are you are pandering to a vote. And either way, they should be named and shamed. You, you know, this is the only way you're going to kind of change the, the thought uh, you know, process in in politics is that you've got to be beholden to the taxpayer, not the unions. I mean, there's only one taxpayer. Uh, well, absolutely true. And and like I said before, uh, if if municipalities opt out and then they go to their taxpayer, you know, their taxpaying public and say, oh gosh, you know, we've, we've, we're, we're running out of money, we need more money from you, they have zero credibility going forward. So everybody in this province, in this city, should be looking for July 3rd, looking at their municipal government and saying, are you going to do the right thing Mm -hmm. by me or are you going to lose your credibility for the foreseeable future? Well, you know, the province must be doing something right because Fitch Credit uh, Rating Agency came out uh, late today or or in the last uh, day or so and and upgraded our credit rating. So they seem to to like the direction we're moving in, which is, you know... Absolutely, and and we we know that the the wind government had some downgrades already, and they were t- so sort of teetering on the precipice of yet another one. And then, of course, the election brought in a different government. So, yeah, I, I think that was encouraging to see that uh, a credit rating agency said, "Nope, clearly your your plan is more credible, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna give you a better a better credit assessment." All right, how many games uh, are we gonna take this in? Oh, 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 don't ask me. Sorry. I hope, I hope, I hope four, because <laughs> yeah. I don't think my nerves could stand anymore. Alex. <laughs> all right. Just, just do a four finger, four finger drink. All right. Not a, not a two finger. All right. Enjoy the game, Catherine. Thank you very you much too, for joining Alex. us. Thank right. you. That is Catherine Swift on Global News Radio.